When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Ben Worthy, the podcast, a special conversation series that provides a safe space for women of color to share their worthy aha moment. I'm your host, Dominique Clark. And sis, I'm here to remind you that you've been worthy. Okay, y'all, it's Dominique Clark, and we are here with another incredible episode of Ben Worthy, the podcast. Welcome back. I am excited because this is a special episode. Um, Not only am I talking to you from the beautiful island of the Bahamas, but I just happen to be sitting in front of a hip-hop legend, actress, you you know her music, you've seen her on some of our favorite television shows. Um, She's actually getting ready to star in another series connected with Disney, and I'm just so excited to talk to her all about it. Um, So welcome to Ben Worthy the Podcast. Miss Yolanda Whitaker, aka Yo Yo. Yo Yo. Hey. Oh, don't try to play me out. Don't try to play me out. Hey. D. Clark. Yeah. My, my sister on two levels. Huh? That's it. My work sister and my soul sister. I'm here for it. I love it. Yes. Okay, Yo Yo. How are you feeling? I mean, I, the sun is beaming. We're out in this beautiful like paradise. I am feeling amazing. I finally got me some rest. Yes. Um, I'm enjoying the cruise. Yes. I am enjoying the Disney experience, yes. so to speak. And I brought my grandson with me, Kai, who's three, and he is just overexcited yeah. about the journey. So, yeah, I'm having a great time. What about I, you? I loved meeting him. His energy is everything, <laughs> and I know he's enjoying this just as much as we are. I'm doing good. Yeah. I just feel blessed to be able to have this opportunity to you know, my family to be able to come out yeah. and enjoy this experience. You're beautiful girls. Oh, a, a twins you. on both levels. <laughs> your husband's twin and your twin. And then the baby is like a split between she's, the She's middle. everybody. Yeah. We, we say she's the best of all of us. But yes. I mean, it's, it's great, right? Yeah. You, how do you look out into this beautiful ocean and this backdrop and just not be grateful? Or say a prayer, right? And say a prayer and right. like look at God. So, yeah. but I, I want to talk about you because, you know, you, you've been in the game for a while. Yes. Doing some amazing things things literally leaving your mark on the industry but can we go back for a little bit I'd love to can we go back to Ice Cube's 1990 debut album America uh, America's Most Wanted yes you were on It's a Man's World It's a Man's World okay so tell me what was going on then and how you 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 became a part of that project because that was kind of like our first introduction to the gift that is (laughs) yo-yo 1989 Washington Preparatory High School was going to school with a guy we called T-Bone, who later became a member of Ice Cube's Lynch Mob. Yeah. Told Ice Cube about me at that time. Cube was leaving NWA, looking for a, a new artist. I was the best on the West. Okay. I was his first act that came out of his Street Knowledge Productions. And uh, while we were working, he was working on his, his project and asked if I wanted to come in. And uh, that was the first song. It was like my introduction. and. It, to this day, it's one of the most explosive yeah. 
uh, entrances that could ever happen because I mean we did shows in New York I mean New York and East West Coast and East Coast were beginning to have you know a little bit more love for each other yeah so yeah. it was really good yeah. for him to introduce me to um, not only California but to the world you know? yeah big so your introduction to the world was not just in the music industry and what I love is that you have a lot of artists that that they're in the studio, they're producing great music, and then they try to transition over into yeah. acting and all that stuff, and it just doesn't quite hit. <laughs> but for you, it did. So we we saw you in Boys in the Hood. Yes. We saw you in uh, every black family's favorite, <laughs> you know, comedy sitcom, Martin. I mean, come on. All by accident. Okay, tell me how that happened. All by accident. Ice Cube had Martin doing the... Um, uh, interludes on my album. Yeah. So he was doing the interludes on my album, on one of my albums, and Martin was telling me that he had this show he was working on, and he has a character for me, and he was telling me about Shanene, yes. and he said, I'm going to make you Shanene's best friend. Your name is going to be Kilolo. <laughs> and lo and behold, uh, what, a couple of years later, a year later, I get a call from Warner Brothers thinking I had to go audition for this part, and it was like, no. It's yours. Yeah, it's yours. Wow. Your Kilolo. <laughs> so what was it like playing up against such an incredible icon and legend like Martin Lawrence? Listen, it was a learning experience. Okay. I mean, because first of all, I was watching him like a kid watches Disney. Yeah. You know, it, it was almost like I couldn't believe my eyes how talented the whole crew was. Yeah. And the fact that I had this... I was in this great space to to expand it. Yeah, you know, so it was really a, a a dream come true. I always thought I wanted to be an artist. So for me, it was a dream come true watching watching him transform into all of those different characters, trying my best to stop myself from laughing. Yeah, because I would look at him like as I was watching television, and then I'd <laughs> I'd say, they say, oh, yo yo, and I'm like, oh, that's my I'm part. In character. Right, that's my part. Wait, do it again. Like, cause he would never go line for line. Yeah, he would never go script by script. He would just, you know, uh, um, uh, uh, ad lib. Yeah. And I would be stuck just watching his creativity manifest. I can only imagine. I always said if I could be a part of a studio audience back then, it would be that one because I know y'all were cracking up. Listen, I know it was hard to even get through a scene listen. without. <laughs> and he wanted you to laugh. He yeah. wanted to surprise you. Yeah. He, he, you know what I mean? He would come in, the little man on the knees. Oh, my that God. Comes to the what door is it, with Roscoe? The snot, with, with the snotty nose. Yeah. Is it Roscoe or Rocco? <laughs> listen, one of the two, but I know who you're talking about. <laughs> would have you dying laughing. I mean, you, you wanted to watch the show and the fact that you were a part of it was, yeah. was double, double your pleasure. Yeah. Now, one of our other favorites, at least in my house, yeah. was New York Undercover. Malik wow. Yoga. I mean, yes. that was an incredible show. I'm originally from Long Island. Right. So it was nice to see New York and, you know, on t television in such a great way. And then yeah. seeing actors of color. Yeah. You know, a black man in a position of power yeah. and, and stuff like that. So what was it like playing in, in that show? You know, playing side sticky. <laughs> it was really it, it was really a challenge for me because yeah. that was the first time I really had to put my acting skills into place. Everything else was kind of like roll your eyes. Martin was a little stretch because, you know, I felt like you had to be a little goofier than I would have liked yeah. to be on television, yeah. being seen when hip hop really wasn't being taken uh, um, wasn't wasn't being respected yeah so you know acting silly was was something i didn't want to do right you wanted to be taken seriously yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah. um as an artist as, as a hip-hop artist and then transitioning over to new york undercover 
that was really like a pull. It was like, oh, wow, can I really act? I really needed to get my acting skills up because, you know, I did drama class and all of that, okay. but I wasn't ready for that. That was kind of like the big league for me and really loved it, learning to love and appreciate the art form because yeah. at that time there was a lot of actors saying, wait, you guys are just putting these artists in, these hip-hop artists in these movies. You know, it's kind of like yeah. a, a big thing where, you know, they were kind of shunning you a little bit. Like, yeah. hey, you can't come in and take our roles. Yeah. Um, so you wanted to take it serious. So I think that was the first one I tried to take serious. That was before Lee Strasberg, so yeah. give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, you're still in the big leagues because yeah. we are going to see you in an amazing Disney series. I know. Spearheaded by Marseille Martin Saturdays. Yes. Tell us about your role in that and how how that came about uh, I know right <laughs> all of these blessings right blessings yeah. on blessings on blessings I am so honored to work um, beside some young talented yeah. artists that you will see for the first time on screen and some you've seen before but uh, the EP Marseille Martin's project along with um, Norm um, Vince um, it's it's really been incredible because the character that I play is almost similar to the character I am in life I yeah. mean you know I play the role of Duchess where I am, I am the owner of the skating rink. Every Saturday, the kids come to the skating rink, and and they have their life's experience in that skating rink. And I'm just like Big Mama, almost like Auntie Yo-Yo, but I'm yeah. I'm Duchess. And it, so it's it's really good to play besides, uh, yeah, these young artists and to still influence the television the way I want to be seen. So this yeah. is a a real good one. I think my grandson, your kids will say, yeah. oh, that's Duchess, you know. <laughs> so I'm excited about this project. Do you share your hip-hop roots on the show? I do. I okay. I, I do share my, my hip-hop roots. So I, my father got was the owner of the skating rink, was ready to retire, and I had a choice. I chose to keep my father's legacy alive, okay. and so I ended hip-hop. In that in that form, and so that was um, so it, it kind of you know one show we have the brat on, so it's it, it's it's for all ages. I love it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So for those who don't know, you were always one to rap about and push women's empowerment. Yes. That was your thing, and I, yes. I love that. We mm -hmm. needed more of that. Yeah. And we still need that. Yes. So the great thing about Ben Worthy the podcast, this is a space for women of color mm -hmm. to share their worthy aha moment, wow. that moment where they realize. Not only am I worthy, but I've been worthy and started moving yeah. accordingly in mm -hmm. life and love and relationships, all the things that life has to offer. So take me to what you may consider one or yeah. many worthy aha moments where you realize, yo, I'm made for this. My, Let me start moving accordingly. My first aha moment was when I created the Intelligent Black Women's Coalition. That's right. And I did that because I was a peer counselor in my school, and I wanted to continue the journey with, with, with just women, period, uh, to talk about just issues. The, my aha moment was I did an event, I don't know if it was um, for foster kids. Yeah. And you know, all this time, I'm a couple years now, I'm getting interviewed, you know, hip hop still fairly new, journalists asking, is hip hop here to stay? Yeah. Do you feel like you're a role model? What about the men calling women bitches? And, yeah. You know, and degrading them and the sexism in, in hip hop and how did I feel about that? And do you feel like you're a role model? And before I followed the leaders that came before me, and you know, most of them were men. Yeah. So I would say, you know, no, I'm not a role model. It's not up to me to raise your kids. You have to raise your own kids. My aha moment was at this group home event, charity event, and a young girl came up to me and started rapping someone's lyrics. 
And I said, oh, no, you can't say that. Mm. And that was my aha moment. Changed my career forever. Wow. Because I then knew how big and powerful words were. I then understood that we are role models, that the kids are, are watching, and that it was a choice that I had to make, whether I wanted to impact an image or yeah. I wanted to be powerful, and I chose powerful. Yes. And it changed my, after that, Black Pearl came, where I yes. started speaking to young girls, which was now, you know, so many women have come up to me and told me how powerful that song was for them, and that was really a risky, uh, step to take because Q didn't agree with it and you know yeah. I was under his production so it was yeah. a lot of turning the knob you know left change that people were not comfortable ready or ready for yet. yeah 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 that was my aha moment and from then on my women empowerment has stood we I'm we still are in existence over 33 years yeah uh, we have the yo-yo school of hip-hop where we have impacted over over 60,000 kids. We've been in existence for over 10 years. We're in Los Angeles and we're in Detroit. Yeah. And yeah. Well, well, let's wrap this up. I, I, I like to wrap it with some words of encouragement yeah. or, you know, empowerment to the ladies that are listening. Yeah. Um, or if you want to spit a cute eight bars or something that will, yes. you know, lift our spirits. <laughs> I'm here for whatever you want to gift us in this moment. Well, how about I do both? A okay, little bit I, of both. Yes, let's do it. Let's do <laughs> it. Okay, so um, a little bit of empowerment. What would I say? You know, a lot of people always want to ask, you know, how do they get in the industry? Like, what steps you have to take? Well, you have to do the work. First of all, you know, a lot of people want to be put in positions and they don't want to get to do the work. There is work to do. So you, if, you, if you want it, you have to work for it. You have to show up. You know, there's a lot of saying yeses. There's a lot of getting up early. Um, and you have to learn to live within your truth. And how do you do that? Well, you have to find your own truth. So you work towards that. You, you know, you have to stop lying to other people and lying to yourself. Um, and, and, and after you start doing that, get into a, a spiritual place, you know, because I could only take yo-yo so far. Yeah. And I had to get into a spiritual place where I could elevate. And that elevation came from my spiritual uh, belief. And, and God took me to a place where I could not take myself. So when I talk about how I got to where I am to still be here 33 years later, yeah. it is because my relationship with God. Come and on. that I got truthful with myself. I stopped lying to myself, and therefore, I don't lie to anybody else about yeah. anything. And that helps you elevate as well because it brings you closer to God when you're true to yourself. Yeah. And my, my bars is been there, done that. Wave at them haters, tell them run that. I got that hustle lane, hustle like I'm hustle main. Getting it while they're getting is good, stay in the hustle lane. Remember days when I was broke, trying to get it main. Just to spark a flame, down the roof on fire, screaming my name. If I'd have listened to them haters, I'd have been stuck in the dark. From the bottom to the top, I'd have missed my mark. But I was hood with it, knew that I could get it. Long as the hood can feel it, knew I was good with it. And now I'm grown with it, bought my first home with it. They spies for fabs, I'm in my zone with it, roll with it. Yes! I mean, if your life was not completely gathered by that, I don't know what is going on. Yo, yo! I know, D. Clark in the Okay, building. everybody in the crowd goes, wow. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I, I just posted yesterday what a dream it is to be able to work with you alongside you and experience this moment with thank the you. legend that you are. Yeah. So I do not take this lightly. And I'd love to give you your flowers. You oh, are incredible. You. I'm so 
grateful for the work that you're doing in the industry. Thank you. Outside of the industry to empower black women and even our youth, yeah. college students, yeah, yes, all the yes. things. Black College Expo, I want to tell you about yes, the Black College yes, Expo. Please. We are in every city. We will be in North Carolina. Woo, Charlotte, Make sure look you out. go to uh, blackcollegeexpo.com or Black College Expo on Instagram. Check out, we're giving away millions of dollars in scholars and we are, you, you, your, uh, your fees are waived for your uh, paperwork. All you have to do is bring your transcripts and we are bringing the colleges to you. It's an HBCU uh, uh, event, although we'll have all the colleges there. And it's a wonderful experience. We have um, different um, seminars and um, meeting rooms where parents want to talk about how to get funding, scholarship dollars, where to go find the money. We have football, we have basketball, band, uh, you know, all kind of people there to talk about what you want to talk about. And you can also come visit my seminar, How to Get yeah. A's in English Through Hip Hop with Yo-Yo. I love it. Well, Yo-Yo, how can we stay connected with you? I am at Yo-Yo Fearless on all platforms. All right, y'all. Well, it's a wrap. As always, I love you for listening. Until next time. Peace.